This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win, order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18+. plus. Rewards registration required, points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 95% of Uber Eats orders are on time, which is great. Because when I want my spicy shrimp pad thai, I want it on time. Because, baby, there's no time like the present, especially when it's pad thai related. But on the off chance your order is late, Uber Eats will give you three months, $0 delivery fee with a free Uber One membership. On time, pad thai, baby. On time claim based on latest arrival time shown after order is placed. Offer ends 2-19-2023. Current Uber One members not eligible. Subscription will auto-renew at nine ninety nine each month, starting three months from initial enrollment. See Uber.com slash Uber One for terms. Benefits available only for eligible stores. Order minimums apply. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Hi, Alan Smith here. Hey guys, Ian Hume here. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV for all the latest Leicester City news and information. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels for the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Come on, you foxes! Happened in 49, 61, 63 or 69 when they reached the final. But the class of 2021 have delivered. Leicester City are FA Cup winners at last and are history makers at Wembley. They have blown their rivals away. They have blown us all away in truth. Premier League champions 2016. The amazing... Right, Chris. All right there. How the devil are we all? It's getting close. (laughs) Not sure it's coming home yet, but it is getting close. Um, 
The other day, of course, we did do a live broadcast from, um, well, from my spare room, but it was from Switzerland as we were with FIFA, uh, Jermaine Janus doing a sterling job, apparently, uh, and introducing a lot of people nobody's ever heard of in hoops, running around the stage, and then they actually sort of sometime later made the draw. Uh, it was quite interesting because I was I, we actually simulated the draw. I was with Dan doing the, uh, the the live lead, and we actually did a draw simulation just before it started, and um, we did it in two minutes. What were FIFA messing about at? <laughs> you have no idea. This is Leicester Till I Die TV. Find us on YouTube at the aforementioned Leicester Till I Die TV. And thank you for watching. And if you are, please smash that like button and hit that subscribe button. And if you're listening on your favourite podcast platform, whatever that may be, thank you very much for that as well. And uh, today we're going to be looking at the World Cup groups and the squad. <laughs> I don't know if I should be playing that one because <laughs> anyone who's going to follow England, I don't think you can have a drink, but <laughs> let's make the most of it. Let's make the most of it while we can. Um, I've got two special guests in here. Um, one you will know is always with me and we'll say hello to Brad. Good, uh, good afternoon. Hello. Brad's on mute. And I tell you what, we'll come back to Brad. Oh, fucking piece of shit. He's, he's, he's here, he's here. I'm talking over his language. Well, well, welcome along. We were only talking before. Yeah, I... about my phone, and it wouldn't bring up the option to give me the camera and something to unmute, so I had to turn it really up, upwards and, oh, I hate this phone now. It's dying on me. It's a sad phone to be dying on me. Yeah. Didn't have this problem on uh, on uh, BT Sport the other day. I'll tell you. Welcome along, mate. Still happy with the uh, draw. I was saying before, I wish we'd got the win, but yeah, I'll take I mean, the point, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, it's look, look at the end of the day, you look at it in the context of things. We went to Old Trafford, uh, we've only been we've only got two victories there in, in, in a long, expanding period of time, you know, from last season to 98. Yeah. Uh, it was a good point, but then you look at it, you know, I made the point. It's funny how they didn't tell the referee to look at the potential red card incident and yeah. never slowed that down, but the commentators thought it was a foul. But the commentators, who believe you shouldn't slow down replays because it looks worse than what it is, didn't think it, would, didn't think it was a foul on Varane until it was monumentally slowed Indeed. down. So Indeed. I... I, I I don't. I'm a bit still annoyed. Well, I tell you what, the interesting thing tomorrow night at seven o'clock, guys, on this channel, I've got uh, Darius, the Man United fan, who joined us for the preview, and it'll be interesting to say what he, what he's got to say about it if he agrees with both you and me, Brad. Yeah. Also joined, and we have got. I am so honoured here because we, you have guests, and I can see he can he sees what's coming. He knows what's coming. You have guests. You have special guests, and then you have VIP guests. And, you know, it's amazing Brad's come all the way from Manchester, but all the way from Los Angeles, where he's taken a break in recording his latest album just to join us, ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, 
the legend, Lionel Richie. Come on, mate, he knew that was coming. Rich, Hello. How are you doing, mate? <laughs> Is it me you're looking for? <laughs> <laughs> there, there we go. X Factor beckons. Oh, listen, I forced that. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm not a good singer. <laughs> um, how are you doing, Rich? I'm, I'm doing really good, really good. Um, actually, obviously. I'm here representing Ghana. However, I do have a, I do have an opinion on what England squad should be picked, and I'm happy to share my squad with you guys. So this is great. No, no, that, that's that's great, and it's great to have somebody. I couldn't have a Scots or a Welchman on. <laughs> <laughs> that was the that was my criteria, and then the first person I invited on was a Welshman. And I hadn't realised, I had to go back and get, oh, sorry, actually, no, I don't want you. you know? <laughs> <laughs> he understood. He understood, in fairness. Oh, <laughs> That's the other Rich. <laughs> sorry, Rich, if you're watching. <laughs> yeah, thanks, but no thanks. You know? But uh, am I, I'm going to ask you both here very a, a, quick, and a, a, a quick answer here in sort of one word or not. I don't want Scotland and Wales to qualify for the World Cup. And, and I'm sorry, but they if we were playing Russia, if England were playing Russia today, Scotland fans would want Russia to beat us. So I don't want them to qualify at all. I want the Ukraine here. Brad, who do you want out of the three? Not Arsenal, but we're gonna go and win it. It's like it's like rivals in football. Our rivals in football are irrelevant to me because they're not in our league and as far as it comes to competing against England and what they could potentially get, how far they can go in tournaments, none of them two can match up to it. So I'm not asked which one of them goes through. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, Rich? See, I've got a neutral opinion, neutral opinion yeah. on this, which is, yeah. which is great. Um, for the whole... For the spectacle and the emotional side to it and uh, the joy of it and them having a bit more of something positive to look forward to, Ukraine. Mm. On yeah. a footballing spectacle, as in rivalry in a sense, I'm not even going to say Scotland. I think Wales, England will be a really good game. Mm. You know? I mean, out, out of the two, it would have to be Wales. I'm going to have to be honest with you. But um, if Scotland get through, they'll probably get a draw against us and celebrate it for six months. You know what they're like, you know. <laughs> But uh, Brad, first of all, again, very quickly, um, at Full Time Focus on Twitter, where you've got a new podcast, where can people find you? Uh, yeah, so as you just mentioned, Chris, they can find me at Full Time Focus on Twitter. And that's where you'll find uh, me from, from now on, as well as Leicester City stuff and stuff that I do on here with Chris. Uh, I'll be posting about uh, my new podcast, A Matter of Opinion. Does exactly what it says on the tin. I pick a subject. I've got a list of subjects ready to start it all off with. The first one's Marvel versus DC. Which one's better? And it's just, it's open to anybody if they're interested on it to come on to it. It's just voice your opinions. I've got a few questions lined up that I'll ask you about your particular choice. Doesn't matter if you all agree or disagree. That's the fun of it. And we just go from there, basically. It's basically simple, but it's a bit of fun. So it's yeah. called A Matter of Opinion on YouTube. And you can find it in, the, in my bio. On my Twitter handle, anyway. And Scott, England being England, see, love it, mate. But, uh, Rich, where can people find you apart from in the recording studio, of course? <laughs> um, so, Twitter handle is at Eagle Eyed Ball. I did try to change it to Eagle Eyed Football as well, but there's not enough characters. Um, but the YouTube channel is Eagle Eyed Football. 
uh, predominantly Crystal Palace content, but we do a lot of other stuff as well on the channel, which which is good fun. So, and it's it's always a laugh, as you know. I'm often on there. If only, if only to have a dig at you. But oh, yeah. <laughs> come yes, on, and we love the matter. We love the matter. Yeah, and we're going to have to do something because we've got you next week. Yep, that's that's definitely so, happening. We'll have to get something arranged. Uh, oh God, if you beat us, I will never let you down. <laughs> <laughs> I might actually record a song. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, no! I hope we beat you then. No, God, yeah, God. No. Anything but that one. Anything but that. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to go all through the uh, Lionel Richie and Commodore songs now that uh, that might apply, and I, and I can't think of one. <laughs> but uh, anybody in the comments that can think of a good song that if we beat uh, Crystal Palace, that uh, a Lionel Richie song that we can play, I'm sure they will say one. So we're going to start off straight after this with the old um, World Cup, not to be missed, of course. Here we go. Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favourite podcast platform. Or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow and join in now. Broadcasting live worldwide. I, mean, I don't know, did, did, did you two guys, either of you see the uh, draw at all? Yeah. I, uh, no. I, I did a, a watch along with like Tariq, Roland. There's quite mm. a few of us on the panel, so right. I mean, it, it. I mean, how can anybody make? Well, first of all, make it last so long. Like I say, me and Dan did it in two minutes on an app. Um, that's what they just need to get. They just need to get um, the, the guy who runs FIFA now, whoever he is, just sat there in a chair with his with his phone out on the app, tapping it, and he go, "All right, they're in group one." Uh, it would have been over. It would have been over. Uh, but how can you make a draw, Rich, when you've still got three sort of places to go and seven teams still playing for it? Yeah, it's a bit crazy because obviously, normally they try to avoid having teams from the same confederations together and stuff. Mm. But I guess they couldn't wait, especially because I think they, it's not until June or July. You know, yeah, it's quite late. the Scottish one is. Yes, yeah. So I guess I guess they had no choice really, you know, yeah. this time around. But hey. that's a good point, Renner. It could be an Eagles song. Hotel California, sign in, you never leave. That's the <laughs> that's what um, the, the isn't Paris that what Zaha did when he signed for you? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, it starts. It starts. So those are all the groups. So we're going to have a look through. Well, we're certainly going to go through to A to G. Group H, I don't know. We might we might touch on Group H at the end, possibly. Uh, but Group A, one thing we knew right from the start, I'll come to you first, Brad, is that Qatar were going to be in that group, in the home nation. But they're not even... They're not even the first game, which is, which is really weird. Senegal, I think, played the... Um, is it Senegal played the Netherlands, I think, just before? But, I mean... If you were Qatar, you're going to be reasonably happy with that group, aren't you? Uh, I mean, you're going to fancy your chances a bit more. It's still a difficult group. I mean, Senegal won the African Cup of Nations, didn't they? Yes, yep. And then you've got the Netherlands, who, well, actually, you know, you, you're probably looking at, you've got to be, first of all, they've got to make sure they beat Ecuador to stand a chance. That's, that's, that's the team they'll target to make sure they beat but. Everyone's a hit and miss. They've been a bit, well, they've been quite underwhelming in tournaments gone yeah. by. I think we even managed to predict them getting knocked out by the Czech Republic in the Euros when we did our last one for the Euros. And uh, 
th th there's a possibility. So it, it's probably a more favourable group than what they potentially could have got. I, I, I think you'd be hard pressed them to find an easier group in in terms of standing a chance of getting out of it. Yes, yeah. of course, it's not a bad group. I mean, do you see Qatar getting through, Rich? Nope. Don't beat about the bush. Just come out. <laughs> yeah, come on, don't stop sitting on the fence, Rich. Give us your true opinion. <laughs> it is a World Cup, and we've had shocks in the past. Um, yes. But here's my hot take. Senegal topped the group. Mm. I think they topped the group in with Netherlands second. Yeah, Look, I, I can see where you're coming from with that. Certainly for me, I would think Senegal and Netherlands would be the two that go through. But, I mean, no disrespect to Qatar. When you look at these countries, and I know Japan are back in it this season and what have you, but, yeah. you know, these countries usually only do well, you know, do well because they're hosting it. So they've got that bit of an advantage. But they're all brand new um, stadiums over there. So it's not like anybody's going to have particularly stadiums they used to. But, yeah, for me, those two to go through as well. Would you agree, Brad? I mean, you look at that group and you instantly see, I probably agree with Rich as well, that Senegal top that group. And then Holland probably, they probably do what they've been doing for the last few tournaments. And the same like the Germans have done. They probably just kind of like, like kind of sleepwalk their way through the group because they get the jobs done against, you know, Ecuador and mm. Qatar or Qatar, yeah. however you pronounce them, respectively. Um, so yeah, you would imagine they'd go through, but we have seen it before where you know a team like 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 in Ecuador or, or a guitar get through their group when they're in the potential group of death. I mean, at one point, uh, Hungary were you know in the Euros, yeah, yeah. most notably, they yeah. were top of their group at one point going into that last mm -hmm. game, so it's not out of the realms of possibility, but yeah. If you're going to be a betting man, which I don't condone, but Senegal and Netherlands respectively should get out of that yeah. group. You know what you I think, think is going to play a massive factor, though, is is the, the heat. Mm. Oh. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, you, you do look at these, don't you, Rich? You think, well, and, and I know it's very, you know, saying, you know, an, an egg's yellow sort of thing, but Ecuador more used to playing the heat than Holland. I mean, you know, if there's one club that the team that's sorry that's not going to be used to the heat over there, probably it's going to be the it's going to be Holland. But I mean all, all the stadiums should be air conditioned, I believe. You would hope so. Mm. You would hope so, but humidity is a it's a dangerous thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It really is. And um I think I think they average around 40 degrees. Wow, yes. You know, so yeah. um, I guess on, on the safety as aspect as well, you've got 40 degree heat, you've got air conditioning blasting through, you're going to get illness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As well, that so. is a, again, that is another good point. You two guys are too young to remember, but um, after in, uh, World Cup 1970 in Mexico, after, the, after we won it, that was sort of, I think, the highest altitude we'd ever play at. And uh, at a World Cup was ever played at, and yes, there was there was problems there. And then again, I don't know who can remember. I think it was USA '94, was it? Um, when uh, old Jack Charlton was throwing water bottles on the pitch, <laughs> etc. So yeah, it could be a problem, and I could see a fair few uh, maybe water breaks being introduced. Uh, Scott even goes as far as saying he can see um, Holland coming bottom of the group. That would be a shock. 
But we like shocks, as long as it's not shocking England or Ghana. We do like shocks, you know. Um, Group B, we were brought out, you know, we're, we're, we're going to be playing there on the opening day. We came out early. I mean, for me, um, Iran and USA playing each other, let's hope it's football and not sort of stones, rocks or <laughs> or bullets they're throwing at each other. Because last time they were both in the World Cup together, they actually were drawn in the same group again. Um, we spoke before, and you, I'll come to you as the neutral first of all, Rich. Ukraine, Scotland, Wales. It's um, a difficult one to choose, is it? Well, for me it is, but for a neutral, is it? Yeah, very difficult. I, I personally see Ukraine getting through their tie with Scotland, mm. and then it's it's anyone's anyone's game. Um, I yes. mean, obviously, if Ukraine do make it through, what a political group that is! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. the headlines are going to be all over the place. The media's going to well, they'll probably still <laughs> make a hash of it, but um, yeah, it, it will make for some interesting reading. Um, but yeah, I, I fancy. Oh, I don't know, actually. I did say... I actually fancy was, but it, I would like Ukraine to... Mm. to, to make it. I mean, it, you know, I, I agree totally. I mean, um, Brad, we shouldn't forget, I mean, Ukraine, we meet, we met them, was it quarterfinals of the last competition? Um, uh, or the round of 16? I'm not sure, but they we, we met them in the playoff area, so they're not to be taken lightly, are they? I'd say out of the three teams there... They are probably the, the higher ranked with FIFA. Uh, possibly, but then England have found the dizzy arts of both when we've been embarrassing in tournaments. So that the UEFA rank the, the FIFA rankings yeah. mean ups to, to, to me in, in greatest respect when it comes to certain ones. And yeah, we did, because Andrei Shevchenko uh, is or was their manager. Um yeah. I look at that group and I think to, I think if it's if it's Ukraine, you probably have your first and second with the Ukraine being second, England top in the group, and then USA and Iran in any order. Uh, if it's Scotland or Wales, this might be a bit controversial, but I'm sure you'll agree with me, Chris. Swap the USA and Iran around, and you probably have the order as it is. If it's Scotland or Wales, they'll, they'll, they'll bottom the bottom of it. I, mm. I think any real standout class talent that Wales have is ageing or not playing enough like a certain Gareth Bale to to, mm. to pull them through. We've, we've seen what happened when a national side capitulates like that. USA, I know they went through an extensive qualification with their with how they qualify. It's a bit different to how we kind of do it. I, I, I kind of got the gist of it with a group chat that, that had an American in it, the Joys. But yeah, I, I just can't see a run on USA getting out of this group. Uh, and if the Ukraine are there, they're the only ones I see as a threat to us coming first in that group. Yeah. Rich, do, do, you, I mean, you, which two you see going through? Oh, yeah. Easy. It, um, if Ukraine go through, it'll be England and Ukraine in that order. If yeah. Wales go through, it'll be England, Wales in that order. Ukraine, USA are terrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, get, I, I love the fact you you just straight in there. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mess about. You, you always say they're rubbish, you know. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> I would we'd hate to see America doing well as well. Otherwise, they'd, they'd, they'd be taking over football, won't they? That, yeah, they try to take <laughs> over the, yeah. the Champions League, you know. But, uh, yeah, I agree. And for me, I agree with you. Um, kind of disagree with Brad a little bit. I think Ukraine will be too strong for Scotland and Wales. If it's not Ukraine, then I would out the two I'd like to see Wales through. And I think if it is Wales, I think Wales could come second. You know, they've not they've not sort of been really bad at, at the last you know tournament. If you remember yeah. the was it the Euros where they, they they took the lead against us in the first minute, you know, the but you know it might be the last hurrah for them, but um so I, yeah, I agree with you. England and Ukraine, well we all said that, didn't we? And then England Wales if if, if they get through. Uh group C moving on. Um Maybe he says moving on, clicks the right button. It helps Group C. Um, <laughs> poor old Saudi Arabia, Rich. That's, that's all you've got to say to them, isn't it? Listen, there's, there's some nations that are just there for the experience. Yes. Um, <laughs> and unfortunately, Saudi Arabia are one of them. Um, yeah, I don't see any shocks in this one. I mean, there's other groups that could be potential shocks, but not in this one. The interesting mm. aspect of this is... Mexico and Poland. Yes. Because we all expect Argentina to qualify. Mm. But would they yeah. qualify top? Yeah. Because they're another side that they kind of stagger through it. Yeah. You know, they're never really convincing. And I mean, if I don't know if Mexico, because Mexico's a very good side, mm. but they underachieve, in my personal opinion. Um, and Poland are that team that just, know how to navigate tournaments so i'm gonna stick my neck out and say argentina will top it mm. but then i'm stuck i agree i think to be honest with you for me saudi arabia will have a lot to say in this group because i think how they play against mexico and poland will determine like you say we all oh, well i'm presuming for brad here we'll find out in a second but i think we all expect argentine to go through in one way or another probably top uh mexico like you say they always sort of flatter to deceive they seem to always get to these tournaments and never go any further than, than the group stage um or the sort of the, the next round so i think how saudi arabia there is you know how mexico and poland I'm not putting Saudi Arabia down here, but it could be to how many goals each of them get yeah. against Saudi Arabia. All this will be key in this one. Yeah. Yes, as to, to who goes through. Uh, would you agree, Brad? Uh, it's a weird group after Argentina, really. I mean, Argentina won them that flat to deceive. They're all so heavily reliant on their big stars, most notably, you know, Lionel, yeah, Leo Messi, who's not yeah. having the best of time in France, but he's still a world-class player. The, the, the farce that the media give the treatment to at PSG is, is unbelievable. But, again, this might be a group where Argentina goes through comfortably, but then, I don't know, I wouldn't rule Saudi Arabia out. Poland are a... Oh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm talking of what my knowledge is of this, and it's very limited, but... I try and thinking of Polish players that might be at the tournament. Lewandowski for Poland. Mm -hmm. uh, you'd have to help me out on naming more than that. Mexico seems to always, again, qualify and do well, but then get to this, this stage of it and, and, and falter, like you guys said. Mm. Can Saudi Arabia cause the upset? Can they do a um, 
semi-final qualifier and an upset Mexico and Poland like North Macedonia did to the uh, European champions. Can't wait to get to this group, by the way. Um, <laughs> you had to get that in, didn't you? Yeah, I just had to. I had to. I, I'm one sixteenth I'm North, North Macedonia. And by that, I mean, I picked them up so much that it came part of my blood. Yeah. It's got with family relations. Can I see an upset? Yeah, there's always a reason why Saudi Arabia can't upset the odds and somehow get, get through this with a cluster of draws and bad results going elsewhere for Mexico and Poland. Mm. But I'm going to say that Argentina top it and I'm going to say that Poland just mm. take second place. Mm. I, I wouldn't like to pick second place. I've just looked actually. Yeah, Saudi Arabia are 49th in the world. Um, which is higher than I thought they would be, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to. And if if Mike's watching, I know he's gonna clip this and uh, and save this because I'm gonna have to apologise to Wales. And uh, this is something I never thought I'd do, and something that really sticks in my throat. But Wales are actually higher than Ukraine in FIFA's rankings, so I apologise to Wales. Uh, maybe whether it's because Ukraine maybe haven't played any games, I think that could have maybe have something to do with it. But Scotland are 39th. Um, Ukraine are 27th and Wales are actually 18th. Um, but I think that says that may be on the on the strength of the Austrian game. And anybody who you know, in, in Wales, your defense, though, Chris, the, I think that in your defense, I think the, the rankings are a farce because they, they are because England, uh, <laughs> England are up there, but Belgium are like... number one at the moment, actually. Surprisingly, that Brazil are number one. They've taken yeah. it back off Belgium. It depends. Like you can get so many points from beating really mediocre sides in friendlies. Yes, you can. That yeah, is true. So... That is true. Hey, it's uh, in your way, mate. It's how we do it. <laughs> but uh, I say having England fifth, yeah. But well, hmm, we'll come on to that. Um, Doug, how the devil are you, sir? Welcome along. Um, this is a joke free zone, by the way, Doug. So don't don't start. <laughs> I know he will. I know he will. Um, right, let's get on to Group D. Um, France, Denmark, Tunisia, and then either Peru, Australia, United Arab Emirates. I'm going to say. Back you up from what you said earlier, um, Brad, about America. I, I think it's awful the way that these teams, some of these teams, where they've got to go to qualify. You know, Australia, they've they're in the Oceanic Group or whatever they, they call it over there. And I know sort of you've probably got Australia and New Zealand are the strongest two teams, but why are they playing off against Peru? And in fairness, Peru. Whilst they're not, you know, a, a Brazil or an Argentina, you would probably think Peru are going to have too much for Australia. But if Peru can't qualify through their own South American group, why the hell are they being given? I mean, well, we know it's money, obviously, but why? You know, I, I just don't agree with it. I just think it's unfair. And I'd love to see more of the, you know, and I don't mean this condescendingly, but I'd like to see more of the, you know, non. <laughs> top 20 world teams in there if you like uh more african nations more pacific you know nations uh, and less of the the europeans and what have you so it rant over here <laughs> but for me uh even whichever those three get through for me it's france and denmark brad would would you agree with that uh, yeah, I don't, I don't see Tunisia doing anything and i think you could put all three of the teams in this group and they'd still come 
bottom three of it. You know, it wouldn't, wouldn't, it wouldn't make a jot of difference to who should realistically qualify from it. And again, it's it's another one of the things that will get elongated by the press. Ericsson will obviously is back, and he's going to be playing in this tournament. Uh, all being well, obviously, France should walk it. France should walk it. They should. They should probably. They'll probably play out a, a, a scrappy draw against Denmark. They'll both, and it'll be a case of who who beats who the worst. We'll we'll top the group of this one. Yeah. Um, again. You're very right, Chris. It's all about the money, as Shane O'Mac once said. Um, mm. That uh, is the reason these teams play all across the world. I mean, we are talking about a country that got this competition illegally, but we'll move on before this gets too political. Yes, I haven't got lawyers, so be careful. Yeah, and I've had a boredom, so I really need to be careful. <laughs> um, uh, Rich, Peru... I know, I know FIFA rankings, you know, we take them with a pinch of salt, but yes. as a guide, Peru are 22 in the world, Australia are 42. But, you, yeah, you per, know, Peru are getting through. Yeah, they should do, shouldn't they? they should, yeah. yeah. Um, and just on your note about um, the whole aspect of it not being fair, and I, I totally agree. Um, I think obviously Peru must have come fifth because they haven't qualified. Yeah, they yeah. get another chance, in a sense. Oh. Um, and then when you look at some of the, the actual teams that do make the World Cup, and like no disrespect to like a, maybe an Austria, I mean I don't think they made it this time. Oh, did they? Can't remember. Yeah. And such, but um, the, the point you made of having maybe some more like African uh, spots, or even more South American spots, because there's some big teams like Nigeria, um, Algeria, Egypt. They're all out. Mm. Yeah. You know? um, but yeah, it can't really look good, France and um, Denmark in this one. <laughs> you sound like you've got your own football team there cheering you on. Oh, you know? <laughs> we've, we've, hey, we've, all, we've all been there. Uh, Peru, <laughs> Peru finished fifth in um, the South American uh, uh, qualification. Brazil top, Argentina um six points behind them in second uruguay third ecuador fourth and then peru were fifth um but yeah um i i think i think it's totally wrong but we we do know it's about the big teams getting through uh, and this is why i think you know again they'll be having the the top two go through and probably so many third place ones in case one of the big boys does slip up. Um, not that I'm saying FIFA are corrupt or anything like that. Of course I'm not. It's all alleged. Anything like that is all allegedly. <laughs> so Group E, Spain, and here we go again, uh, Costa Rica or New Zealand and then Germany, Japan. Um, Rich, start with you first. <sighs> I mean, this, this is, you think... Spain through or Germany coming yeah. back? Do you think you would think that? I I personally think Spain top the group. Yeah, but yeah. I I would say Japan are going to have a massive say in this. Mm. You know, um, they're nobody's fool. Japan are they? Yeah, they're, they're no pushover. Mm. So it may not be a case where they go through, but they will determine who finishes first and second. Yes, yes, they will have a big say in that. The the twenty third. In the world, Japan. Um, I mean, with the playoff, you're looking at that. You've probably got to think Costa Rica. No, no disrespect to New Zealand. Uh, I mean, yeah, they've got Chris Wood um, playing for them. But you, you. I mean, Costa Rica, Brad, not so long ago, buggered our World Cup hopes up. 
Yeah. Or was that, um, Roy, or was that Roy Hodgson? I'm not. It well, was one of them. It was one of them. It, it was a dynamic duo, both of them, wasn't it? Because that was <laughs> the most boringest way to go out of a World Cup ever. That nil-nil yes. draw. You, you you can't rule the, you can't rule Costa Rica out if they get get through their um, playoff, which mm. you'd imagine they would. Although, if I remember rightly, the last time New Zealand were in a competition, they went out of their group without losing a game. I think they drew against Italy again. Can't wait to see them in a group. I think they drew against Scotland and someone else, and they actually only went out because they are uh, undefeated. So I can't see that if they got through this into this group. But again, you you look at it on paper, and again, I, I mentioned them earlier. Germany are a bit lackluster at the group stage. It's almost they like always are. You quite right. Yeah, yes. it's yes. almost like they're uh, an entitled child that thinks they're just gonna just turn up and get there, and they don't matter anyway because they're in the next they're in the next stage, and it's a bit it's. I don't like it. I don't like that approach to it. Um, Spain should top it. They've still got a fantastic squad. Um, I think if anybody's going to cause the potential upset here, um, until I know who's going through, the eyes are on Japan. But if, mm. if Costa Rica go through over New Zealand, then watch out for Costa Rica. I think they could, they could potentially mess up Germany's oh. plight towards... Mm. They are um, your new. They are your new North Macedonia, are they? Yeah, I think it's highly unfair that they, that you know, that North Macedonia beat the Euro winners, become the European kings of of, of the world, and then have to play Portugal. Different. Just get an automatic pass. Just tell Ronaldo to go take a seat and and not play in this one, and let North Macedonia through. Clearly, I'm not allowed to win a tournament with my beloved North Macedonia. It's a farce. <laughs> yeah, I still on. want to know what happened to the South, West and East, to be honest I'll with just, you. I can't Rich, tell you're you a teacher. You tell us what's happened to the South, the North, the East and the West Macedonia. Pending. <laughs> yeah. I, can't, I can't say for legal reasons and my involvement in endorsement of North Macedonia. No, you can't. I'm sure, I'm sure it comes in a brown envelope once a month. Doug says Japan always seems to sneak through too. Brad, shout out to Kisuki Honda, who is still playing. What the hell? Yeah, I think he's in his 40s now, isn't he? Well, yeah, that's some effort to be playing that. Although didn't didn't someone at the at the Euros was they like forty or forty two or uh, yeah, yeah, mm. incredible age, weren't we? Yeah, yeah. So there's hope for me. Yes, at sixty two. <laughs> Germany are actually they've got they've got them the twelfth in the FIFA rankings now, so uh, they uh, they have gone down from the lofty heights. Group F, um, Belgium, who have now say dropped from first to second in the world rankings. Canada, it's nice to see them. Fifty odd years, bless them, they've waited almost as long as we've waited for another World Cup victory. Uh, Morocco and Croatia. And I'm going to, I think for me, you're looking at Belgium and Croatia, but I'd love to see, I'd love it, as Kevin Keegan once said, love it, uh, Rich, if Canada went through. You're in my thoughts. I'm looking at Belgium and Canada. Are you really? Wow. Wow. So am I. I'm looking at the same. Oh, you mean where you're going to finish? Sorry, I was at the table. (laughs) (laughs) Belgium's not too bad. Explain that one then, Rich. Explain that one. I think Croatia just aging. Mm. Yeah. And that yeah. Canada side, they're young, energetic. I mean, if Alfonso Davis is on form, then there's going to be a problem. 
you know. Um, and who else they got? Jonathan David, who's he's a very good striker. He's talented around. I think Arsenal are linked with him as well. You know, and you know what? If England are not careful, Tamori might end up going to play for them. Yes, that's very true. So that is very true. Um, that said, Brad, uh, we shouldn't we shouldn't this this uh, sorry we shouldn't um, rule out Morocco. Uh, Croatia is sixteenth in the world. Morocco, I, I can rule them out. They're, apart from Eskiwi, they're not good. <laughs> well, they're sixteenth in the world, Rich. Um, I know it doesn't mean a lot, but Canada are even in the top fifty. So. You know, I think maybe a little bit of bias there, Rich. <laughs> I'm, I'm only, only asking, only asking. Um, so you, 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 but you both think um, Belgium and Canada, do you? Uh, no, no. <laughs> I thought I was going to get away with that, Brad. No, no. Um, look, Rich is right. Canada do have some great prospects in there. Some very highly talented players for uh, in their national side. Maybe a few years off, maybe bursting through a group like this. I mean, concerns aside, yeah, Croatia have an old squad. Um, and Belgium's ever since they got to number one, and I know, as you've very well stated, Chris, they, they aren't number one anymore. But ever since they weirdly got to number one, Belgium seemed to fall off a cliff. They went from everybody's dark horse to falling over every fence in their way. They just don't seem to, they're kind of, dragging themselves through games and in friendlies they're not you know, I know it's friendlies and qualifiers and that and they, they got through obviously but they weren't doing it with much ease and comfort at times but you'd think that Croatia and Belgium have enough on here to see them through however mm. if Tillemans is playing for Manchester United at this point I hope they come bottom and can't top it I'm not bitter at all <laughs> he won't go to Manchester United. They're not going to get Champions League football. We know no, that. He's ambitious. You know. Um, if he's ambitious, he's not going to go to Man United either, is he? Those two arguments yeah, gone there. Why he's not going to stay here. Yeah. Doug, you're exactly. Doug said uh, he's going Morocco and Canada, and he thinks Belgium are up for an early exit. So, oh, Doug's nailing his uh, colours to the mask. Hey, Very anti Belgium. Have you been drinking something dodgy, making them predictions? He's, he's, he's in Scotland, isn't he? So it's probably Iron Brew. You oh, can't get yes, any more yes. dodgy than that, can you? You know. Um, yeah, so that 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 uh, could be interesting. Now, this to me, Group G, um, it, 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 this is going to be one of the tightest groups, I think. Uh, Brazil, you've, 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 got to presume, you've got to think that Brazil are going to top the group. You've got to think that. There's nothing you can say apart from that. But then you've got Switzerland that, are there very often, you know, they're, they're, they're at most tournaments um, and uh, of, of, of recent uh, years. Serbia, I don't know an awful lot. Cameroon, I and mean, we all remember Cameroon going back, you know. I, 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 you know, and they are thirty seventh in the world, Cameroon. Um, and I'll never, who will ever forget Roger Miller? I mean, what a class act he was. Uh, and he was forty odd when he was playing, wasn't he? And uh, boy, boy, could he dance with a flag, I'll tell you. He could dance. Um, Rich, is, it is going to be um, Belgium plus, uh, sorry, Belgium, Brazil plus one. But I, I, I can't choose. I've got to be honest, I think this is the toughest group so far. It, it's, a, it's the hardest one to call who will finish second. Yeah. <laughs> and that's yeah. the crazy thing about it. Yeah. Um, but I've seen a little bit of a resurgence, resurgence in Serbia. 
and I think it will be Serbia. Mm. I couldn't give you a reason. No. Apart from the fact they've been looking better than they were. Yeah. Brad, I mean, I'm just looking there. Serbia, 25th in the world. Switzerland, 14th. Uh, Cameroon, bless them. Um, not in, in, in the top 50. But which way would you see this group going? You know what? It, again, when you look at it on paper and you think, oh, Brazil, they've got to be there. But I'm all right in thinking that they didn't get out of the group stage of a World Cup or the World Cup before. No, they did, didn't they? Because they got beat by Germany 7-1 in the semis, or was that the one before the World Cup before? Yeah, there was definitely a problem, but I'm pretty sure Brazil didn't get out of the group stage. I might be confusing with Germany because it's so common. Um, Brazil got knocked up by Belgium in the last one. Ah, right. Uh, I mean, you'd assume that they'd go through, but this, this could come down to the final games of this group. This could really be, you know, as close as you say it is, Chris. And depending mm. on who's playing who in their final games, uh, I don't know if that's already been decided or what, or, or, or what. I don't know. But um, uh, I think Switzerland could surprise people and top this group. And I'm going to mm. say Switzerland will top it. Wow. And I think Brazil would just have enough to go through. I think hmm. Switzerland will go about trying to cause a big upset in, in this group. And Brazil go through, but Switzerland top it. I think I think with, with yeah, like you say, with Switzerland again, a bit like Mexico, they seem to be getting there regularly, but they just sort of fall once it gets into the group stage. Not not unlike England, to be to be fair. Um, like Doug said, this is a uh, tasty looking group. Um, indeed, Cameroon are very good too. Um, I'm not. You can, I'll let you read that. I'm not going to attempt to pronounce those. But uh, Doug is going for Brazil and Cameroon, and we may not. We may not be seeing Italy in the finals, but we can at least say hello to Luca. How the devil are you, Luca? I mean, you know, we're not going to uh, say, say Italy. What a shame they got knocked out. What a shame by North Macedonia, that big powerhouse of Eastern European football. Wow, Luca. Nice to see you though, Luca. Welcome along. I won't, you know, won't rub it in at all. <laughs> Italy. Um, <laughs> here we go. Group H. Uh, we'll come to you first of all, Rich, because you have got a little bit of interest in this group. Um, this again, as well as Group G, this is a pretty tasty group as well. Yes. The girls are running amok. Yeah, this won't be an easy group to get out of at all, to be honest. Um, but all eyes is going to be on the Suarez derby. Because it's the first time we would have met Uruguay since that ill-fated evening. Of Africa. course, yes, that was the penalty, wasn't it? Or yeah. the was it the handball or, or, or handball last minute of the game? I, I partly blame Jen for skying this penalty, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah that's painful. But um, I think, I mean, I if, think if we do of, know, it is a game that he's going to be able to get his teeth into, isn't it? Oh, look, have you had that one stored up for? <laughs> <laughs> since, since he knew the group stages, mate, since it was made, he ripped that token. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, there's going to be a shock in this one. Mm. There will be. 
one of Portugal or Uruguay is not qualifying. Yeah. The thing is, I couldn't tell you whether it's us or South Korea. But I'm going to stick my neck out and say that Portugal and Ghana. Ghana, you got Mendy from Leicester, haven't you? Is it is, is Ghanaian? No, that's and a Daniel Amar here as well. Who is sorry? Mendy, Mendy from Leicester's Nigerian. Oh, is it? Oh, right. oh, I just I can't. Uh, I thought I get, Mendy. I, I thought Mendy changed his nationality from French to Ghana. French to Ghana. <laughs> now, um, <laughs> what could be happening is because we got Chris Hutton as like a technical director. Oh, what right. he's doing is um, he's That's working he on the the spur of some players because there's a lot of players who England have turned down. Yeah, so they actually got no ties to the club. So like uh, Tariq Lamptey, um, Hudson Odoi. Exactly, darling. Um, <laughs> so, Hudson Adai, who else we're looking at? I'll come back to you. I can't remember the rest. No. Um, in actually, in actually, um, in Aki Williams from Inaki Athletic. Williams. Wow. Um, so, there's a lot of players that are out there that could represent Ghana who obviously haven't been able to represent the other country yes. they may have wanted to do so. So, um, we're trying to obviously improve our squad. Uh, and if we're able to do so, we're gonna we're gonna be quite a decent. Um, I'm, 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 I'd love to see it. To be honest with you, I'd love to see it. Doug got me excited then because he said he was going. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> only joking, Doug. Only joking. He's going Ghana and South Korea. Wow, that would be that. Right, would be whatever, a, whatever is is. I know where I know who he's going to see in that today. So whatever he's got you drinking, put it down, Doug. Step away from his <laughs> bruise. <laughs> Rene, good evening. He's going for Ghana and Portugal. Honest with you, Rene, I'd have to agree hundred percent. That's I. I'm not impressed with Uruguay again. You know, um, they, they, they either cheat or or, or or eat the way to victory. Um, on that one, I'd like to see Ghana go through. Brad, look at the end of the day, um, they Portugal were a. Sky, a, a decent penalty away from potentially not even getting here, weren't they? They were playing Turkey. You don't know how that would have gone. You know, the late great the greatness that is North Macedonia, it, unfortunately, was too much for them. But weirdly <laughs> enough, the one thing that Portugal and Manchester United have in common is when they don't have Ronaldo and Bruno Fernandes on the pitch, they look abject. And if they're not in sync, they look even worse because you seem to have two players that just can't always seem to connect either on the pitch or are a bit disconnected when they're also when they're not on the pitch together um, yeah. for club and country. So maybe not the shock of it. I mean, they only just, I mean, ever since they won that Euros, they've, they've, they've been a bit for me, Portugal. So I'm yeah. going for Ghana to top the group and Uruguay to go through. I think Portugal will be sent packing. So Ronaldo can go put the bins out for the rest of his United teammates while they're still there. It would be nice, would it not, to see... Um, do you remember when, when England knocked Argentina out uh, of the World Cup and then one of the English players, I think, got on the wrong bus and <laughs> absolutely then wound the Argentinian players off and what have you. I'd love that to happen to Cristiano Ronaldo. I mean, I know they say... That you should forgive and you should move on. 
but Ronaldo, you're a cheat. I'm sorry, you got Rooney sent off, and I he may have forgiven you, but I haven't. I haven't at all. Um, then he says, Don't forget, Jota can score a goal. Good oh, point. Not Jota, even more now. South Korea third. I've got about them. <laughs> so those are the um, the groups we've gone through. Um, now these are. I'm going to say, please. Um, uh, these are the World Cup odds. Now um, I've got to say this for legal purposes, but when the fun stops, stop. Only bet what you can afford to lose. And these were the um, odds as of three thirty this afternoon on Sky Bet. Again, other betting apps are available. Brazil as favourites, France second as holders, England third. I think that's probably just English bookies' favouritism. Spain fourth, Argentina fifth, Germany um, sixth. I mean, and again, I haven't put everyone up there. I've just put those that go up to 101. So uh, forgive me, forgive me, Rich. <laughs> but uh... that's okay. <laughs> I like the fact that we're just moving silence. Yeah. <laughs> do you see that, Rich? Do you see that as, as as fair Brazil on France, possibly the top yeah. two? I, I can't go. I can't complain with that. Um, I can see why England's third, by the way, and their running isn't that bad. I don't think they meet. Is it France? Maybe potentially like the quarters, mm. or even the semis or something. So um, their running is quite like similar to the Euros. It's quite favourable. It will be interesting, Bradley. I mean, the, the, let's be honest. And you mentioned this right at the start, Rich. You know, the heat is going to be the big factor in this World Cup, probably more so than than. I mean, I know we you know we, we've had Brazil. Uh, I mean, Canada. Good God, what are Canada going to do? You know, they're going to go walk out on the pitch and go, "Where's the white stuff?" <laughs> and uh, it, it, it's. Oh, they're hosting it, of course, next time with uh, Mexico and America. But do you see? I, I can I can understand Brazil being favourites. Uh, yeah, I mean it's obvious why certain nationalities are the favourite, regardless of what climate they're used to playing in. I mean, obviously Brazil would be used to playing in a kind of climate accustomed to 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 where they play in the World Cup. Um, but then you've just got the prowess of management of the game. You've got a team like France who are packed to the rafters. With players that can drag a team out or play a slower tempo. They don't mind if they've got to do 30, 40, 50 passes to get into a, a shooting position. They'll do it at a pace so they can manage the heat. They're not, you know, we don't, and I don't, I hate bringing it up. I hate the fact that it's a thing, but it's always going to be mentioned for the obvious reasons. We don't want to have players passing out on the pitch. We don't want, mm. you know, pandemic-esque scenarios and in the last Euro scenarios where players are collapsing and we're feeling problems because then you're just going to end up scrapping tournaments altogether. It's too dangerous to have these players playing this 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 in conjunction with it. With, with, with it. It's not right. And you, they're maybe the teams that, um, you, you know, that take the sting out of the World Cup a bit because you have to be cautious of the weather. You have to be cautious of how these players adjust to extreme heat compared to what they're climatised to wherever they play with football, unless it's in these countries. So maybe also prepare for slow, methodical games played by certain teams. But, you know, yeah, England bias aside in in that, the odds are about where you'd expect them. Mm. Uh, I was putting my neck on the line and say, who do I think is going to win it? If if you're going to go for a favourite on that list, I'd say Spain. Remember a shout? They've got a nice mix of experience and youth coming through 
over the all over the globe from what I can pick at. An outsider, maybe it's just sentimental, but I wouldn't mind seeing Denmark. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Right, well, those are the group. Those are the odds. Remember, with the odds, when the fun stops, stop. And we're going to be uh, picking, well, Brad and Rich are going to be arguing about who the, <laughs> who the 23 are going to be that they would take to the World Cup. And I will try and be uh, the referee with the red and yellow cards and, uh, and VAR to assist me. And we'll be looking at that straight after this. Indeed, a full range of Leicester Till I Die merchandise is uh, on the shelves, ready to go. You can have a look like How the Devil Are You shirts. Where if I go, How the Devil Are You? Um, and and Leicester Till I Die t-shirt. Oh, go on. We've got everything. We haven't quite got the underwear in yet, but um, <laughs> we're working on that. We're working on that. But right. So, gentlemen, are we are we ready to go? Ready as I'll ever be. Yes, <laughs> right. So we're going to be looking at, uh, say, the 23 that we're going to go. Now, uh, we'll agree sort of beforehand on the numbers of, like, how many goalkeepers we're going to take, how many defenders, midfielders and um, strikers. Really pleased that we don't have any of the fans of the big six in. No disrespect to them, but, it does, you know, we may, we may have some nice other choices to go in there as well so we're going to obviously we're going to start with the goalkeepers that goes without saying rich how many goalkeepers will you would you want to take uh three you would want i to nearly take. made it two you've now made it two no i nearly made it two. Oh, you nearly I, made it in, two. in tournament football you rarely see the third goalkeeper but then you brad, can't take the risk i know but brad that was your point wasn't it yeah, see, I have technically written down 23 players that, if I was in charge, these are who I would take. But I've never been a fan of the third goalkeeper. Two things is, is to my knowledge as well, should, say, one of the two goalkeepers get cropped, you're allowed to fly someone in as an emergency. You have like an emergency backup list, don't you? So, worst case scenario, you should never need a third goalkeeper for the duration of one night minute. So, I have only got two goalkeepers. So, shall we go with two? I'm happy with two, that gives me an extra player spot. Yeah, yeah that's, uh, well, exactly. And, you know, sometimes you think like, oh, we haven't got, a, a, you know, we haven't got an extra left back and so-and-so's injured and, you know, you, you, you've got a goalkeeper sat on the bench. It's, uh, we'll, go, we'll go with two. And that's going to make it interesting, very interesting as to which two. And, Scott, you're probably quite right. Be surprised if Southgate picks the Leicester player for his World Cup squad. Um I, I, I kind of would be quite happy from personally because obviously it would make here our our players a bit fitter. But um, for the for the come January, but you know the the, the World Cup finals on the eighteenth, we play again on the twenty sixth. But for the for those players individually, I want them to do well because you know if I was in their boots, I'd want to go as far as I could and um, and play for my country. So. Let us hope. I'm just looking at here. Um, 
and let, let's see whether this is going to work. There's no guarantee, of course, uh, as, as we know. So let's talk goalkeepers. We've agreed on two goalkeepers. Now, I could be wrong here, but I'm just I'm looking at sort of his past choices, Southgate, and I would have said it was going to be any two of Pickford, Pope and Ramsdale. Would you agree with that, Rich? And yeah, they, which they, were the, they were the three I had down initially anyway. Yes. So to whittle it down to two, unfortunately, even though I think he's better than Pickford, I'll take away Pope. Right. So you would just go for... because Pickford's no, been in the setup. Yes. Well, that's what I want to say is because do you, Dad, take a player? And we know South is always going to be a player in form. It's got to be a player in form. And, you know, dare I say, Harry Maguire. But, or, then, you know, the argument is, well, he's in form for England because he's never let England down. And you could say the same with Pickford, couldn't you? Yeah, spot on. Um, and to be fair, neither Pope or Pickford's had a great season and it's not necessarily their fault. <laughs> no, it's not with the goalkeeper, is it? Yeah. That's the thing, yes. You know, yeah. Um, so just for that sole reason, I think no, I think Ramsdale needs to be number one anyway. So Pickford mm. as a backup who's been to tournament football before. We often see this, don't we, Brad, where players necessarily don't always perform for the club, but they do sort of pull it out when, when they put an England shirt on. Would you agree with those two? I'll be honest with you, mate. My phone's playing up. Didn't hear them. Rich went for Pickford and um, Ramsdale, dropping Pope. Yeah, they're, they're the two I got written down, and my reasons for them is I picked Ramsdale on form. Whether you like him or not, whether you're Arteta or out or not, and there goes my classic clock. Uh, <laughs> and Pitford purely because he seems to be able to do it for England, but not Everton. Yes, yeah. Like you say, for me, Pickford has got um, the experience, the big, you know, he's been there, he's been in penalty shootouts, he's been in a final, for God's sake, and and it does, you know, is that experience sometimes that, uh, you know, it just makes that, gives you that edge, if you like. And like you say, Pope at Burnley isn't having uh, the best of his season. Um, what about now defenders? How many defenders are we going to be looking at here? I know when he picked his, uh, and I'm looking at the squad that um, Gareth went for with uh, the last two friendlies, and he went one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. He went for nine defenders. Um, right, are we doing these? Are we reading out the centre back choices and then left and right back choices, or are we including left and right back in all our? Include them in all the eleven. Oh, sorry, however many you choose, sorry. Uh, if sort of, I'll, I'll alternate it to go first. So, you know, if, if Rich says, um, you know, James Justin, you can say, yes, I've got him as well, and we can add him. So, you know, we're not we're not doubling up. So, um, but obviously, you know, we, we'll want right back and left back and centre backs in there as well. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I just so, didn't know if we was going to do central defenders and then you was going to do wing back sort of separate to how we're going to do it. That's what, would you pref- what would you prefer to do, Rich? I don't mind. <laughs> He's so laid back. I'm <laughs> it could be a Sunday morning, couldn't it? Yeah, God. Just easy like a Sunday morning. Day, I, I don't mind. 
<laughs> well, I tell you what, unless I, a certain I, player's picked, then I'm like, hey, no! <laughs> if, you've, <laughs> if you've done it, Brad, let's let's go right back first then. Oh, I've, I've literally, because Southgate likes to play left backs and wing backs, uh, uh, left backs at right backs and right backs at left backs, and I don't know where left and my right. Okay. Let's just do defenders. Let's stick with defenders. You first one, Brad. Your first uh, one. Right. So I've got purely for the same reason I went with Pickford. Uh, I've got Maguire. Oof. Uh, yeah, that's my first contentious one. I dropped him completely. Right. Yeah, okay. Right. So you can note that one down. Right. All I'm right. just certain players that I know are in this team. Okay. So, so we've got a yes for Maguire and a no for Maguire. Um, you know what's awkward with this, and this is very awkward, and I know we're going to have a lot of contentious ones as we go through, is that we are talking December here. So it is a, it is a long way away, but yeah. for the sake of this argument now, we have to, I think we've got, you know, we have to do it as the players are now, because, you know, we don't know, we could pick somebody and they could be injured, so couldn't go anyway. You know, or some injured players might be coming back. But I think we've got to say, like, for form and everything like that, we've got to sort of have a look at, uh, you know, uh, say, take this as a snap in time. So for yeah. me, if that's the case, because then I'm not you, thanks, guys, straight away, you've made me have to make a decision. Um, I'm going for a no for Maguire, believe it or not. Um, he, has, he has done it for... England and he's never let us down, but I'm oh, going to put him on the back boiler until we see what the other ones are and see. They don't, oh, get, so much yeah. they don't get much greater options. don't get much greater options. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> we did also. Did we say how many defenders we're going to have in the squad? Bring, right. Uh, see a list of centre backs. I've I've got two, three. I've got five centre backs and. Ten names in total, including left and right back. So I've got ten mm -hmm. defenders as a total. But if you're breaking it down, right. What well, about you, Rich? How many defenders have you? I've got, got eight: two right backs, two left backs, four centre backs. Okay. Because I've got so, this in mind as being a four-four-four-three-three as opposed to three-five-two, yeah. which I know. Like. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's go. Should we go down the middle and go for nine defenders then? Uh, that that's that's fine by me. Yeah. Does that bugger you up, Bert, Rich? Um, no, I have got the extra spot. I was going to try and put extra spot in midfield up front, but okay, basically, there's two players what, that I am toying with at the moment, and it's Jared. I, 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 I always, again, and Hardy Barnes. I always, well, there you go, they're definitely eight. No, but I must admit, I do. We always seem to make these squads top heavy with the defense, don't we? Going oh. in, so let let us. I tell you what, let us go for eight, and then we'll see what we've got any spaces left at the end, and we can always go back and add add players in. So I'm interested we'll with... to hear um, all of Brad's defenders first. Okay, let, we'll just go can... through. Yep, yep. Right, well, let's do that. So, well, if that's the case, bearing in mind, I have just added two names to this because my contentious bracket, one we've already mentioned, and another one's going to cause some chaos when it comes to our midfield. So the centre backs that I picked were Maguire, Mings, Stones, Ben White, and I have added Lewis Dunk because I was stretched for numbers. I'll be honest with you, and Dunk's probably played more than Stones as I realised, and has done better 
this season than Stones because Stones isn't featuring as much. Mm. My knowledge outside of Leicester is a bit limited on that, but I've taken what I can from the trusted source. So that was my centre-back options. Is there any there, straight up, Rich, that you wanted to go, not a chance, don't want to see him play there? or Lewis Dunk. Um... Because I kind of forgot to correct my team to take out the two that I wouldn't take. Brad, it's okay to say that you were clouded by love. I mean, that, that, I mean, I, I would say I'm affectionately towards Lewis Dunk, but not in that way. I know you make that. Well played, um, mate. My, my centre-backs are Stones, White, Gay, and Tamori. Sorry, Who? Stones. Ben White. Ben White, yeah. Mark, Mark Gay. Mark Gay, yeah. And Tamori. Ooh, right. So we've absolutely no... <laughs> no, no agreement there at all. Uh, I'm sorry, dropped McGuire for one of them too. That uh, I mean, I'm with you with Stones because he's made my team in white, but Maguire and getting in over, not getting in over one of them. I don't see it. I just Maguire's not McGuire, good uh, It was an area of struggle actually, to be honest with you. I kind of put Mings in going off past England sides because I kind of struggled to find him into oh, England. <laughs> terrible as well. Right. Well, let's put let's put um, stones in because that's the only one that you both agreed on. And white, on. and white. Um, and white, well. white. Did so? Did you agree on white as well? Yeah. Ben White of Arsenal. Um, where are we here? Are these in alphabetical order? No, they're not. You've really helped me. Out. Oh, they're in team order, I guess. I like the fact that they put some Burnley, uh, Bournemouth players in there. You know. <laughs> um, so the the uh, right. So. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go centre backs then. You go this first this time, then Rich. I think that's what. Um, we're just oh, sorry, we've just done centre back. Sorry, yeah, you're quite right. Let's go. Um, let's go left backs. Okay. And um, right backs. Yeah. This might be contentious as well, by the way. Um, I've only picked two. One okay. is Chilwell. Chilwell. Yeah, I've got him on my list. To be yeah. honest, and the other one is uh, Tariq Mitchell. Mitchell. Oh, Crystal Palace. Just based on the seasons that they're having. Um, obviously, Shaw was injured, unfortunately. I don't think Luke Shaw's... And he's another one that's like, actually, he does all right for England. But he's had a torrid year. See, yeah. I'm, I'm surprised you've only taken two because I've gone for a bit of coverage. Um, I've got James Justin in. Yeah. And that's not just on bias. He was great before he got injured. Uh, he's been brilliant since he came back. I've got Reese James. Um, I put Chilwell down course of his injury, but I think he should be more than fit and ready to be selected for England. Then I take him, mm-hmm. and then I went with Trent Alexander Arnold. And yeah. again, I've got, to account, I've got James and Trent as well. Yeah, and to account for account for a player missing uh, that I again is in my contention list, I put Trippier in just to kind of level the numbers out a little bit, but. I'm I'm fine if he doesn't really make it. He was a last minute addition, but interesting. Right. So um <laughs> this, ain't gonna be, this is not gonna be easy for you. <laughs> it's not, no, thanks, guys. <laughs> oh, I used to like you two. Um have you you've yeah, you've given me you, have you given me left and right, uh, Rich? Uh, so my right was yeah. um James and Trent anyway. So James and Trent, was, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so uh, and did you say Mitchell as well, Brad? 
No, I didn't. I, I, did, agreed, didn't with, I agreed with Chilwell and yeah. Reese James and Alexander, but I put James Justin as the other choice of left-back over um, right. Mitchell. I've got to be honest with you. Um, Trippier is, is a funny one, really, because, you know, he's... He had a really, really, really good Euros. Um, yeah. And I, I think he is, for me, he was one of the, the England's players of the tournament at the at the Euros. Um, and I, even though, you know, the fact that he got that, that early goal was like icing on the cake. Um, the I only reason he... I don't want to see him in is because Southgate will play him on the left. Yeah, I don't think he's as good a left back as he is a right back. But do you think it's good to have a player in there that can be either, either or? I know Brendan Rodgers likes a lot of these players that can play either way. Yeah, no, that's a good well, point. All, all I'm saying is not to be biased, but James Justin can play left and right back. Again, as well, agreed, that's agreed. Um, Chilwell, I've always liked Chilwell. Yeah, I've never, I've never bought into this um, Leicester sort of moaning about him and you know he's lazy and he's rubbish you know he was he rubbish and yet he was England's left back at the time you know he, he's great at getting forward yes he's not 100% but you name me one player that is you know they all have bad games but you know he he, he was targeted by the Leicester uh, Boo Boys and I know he's gone on and kissed the Chelsea badge and all that but for God's sake times move on times oh. move on so I do like Chilwell in there um and I'm sorry, it's probably the one that might miss out. I've got to be honest with you, is, is going to be Mitchell. And I'm sorry, Rich, but I do like the fact that Justin can play either side. And I think Justin was knocking on the door yeah. before he got injured. You know, and I think had he not had that injury, I think he, he would have been in there. And I'm going to have to go for Trippier the same. You know, he can play, play either side. So... Let us um, add those in. So oh, yeah, I can call bingo already, Rich. That's all my wingbacks in the England side. Get me in. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> so Reese James, uh, Chilwell, um, James, Justin, um, uh, Trent Alexander Arnold. Who is there? Um, this website should have done this in positions as well because sorry, say that again. The, the website should have split them into posi positions as they well. Should, yes, yes, yes. They should, yes, yes, yes. They they don't make it easy for you. This is the only one of these I could find, to be honest with you. <laughs> so, um, right, so that's five. So we've got seven there at the moment. I think right back and left backs are covered because. Yeah. Um, we've got uh, a couple that will play out, could play either side, so I think we've got covered there. Um, so we're back to, I think we need some, some more center backs in there, don't we? So, um, let's have a look. Um, we, we, so yeah, I mean, I mean, don't. I don't know. Are, are you, have you got your rose-tinted spectacles on, Brad? It's just, literally, I had, I had four, and I needed one more name to even make this list of 23, I'll be honest with you. Right. And I was just like, who's English that's played at the back? Oh, actually, he's played more games than Stones. I'll go for him. I, 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 the, the, by that point, the brain was melting. 
And, <laughs> yeah. Um, um, who are the other ones that you mentioned, Rich? Mark Gahey and Tomori. And Tomori. Tomori's a good shout, I think. I think yeah. you, you, you've got I, a good I've shout. I've already heard since it's your one on my list, mate. So if you want to have him Tomori, I'm allowed to <laughs> So, um... Yeah, Mings is terrible. Yeah, trying to trying to find them now, isn't it? Uh, he was the uh, first. I, 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 mean, I mean, midfielders, I went down instead of up. What about, let's have a look at some of these then. Uh, Connor Cody. Yeah, I had him down and I crossed him out because of the numbers. And he's, I, he's I like Connor Cody and yeah. I think he, he is underrated and I think he's having a good season for me. Um, Kyle Walker-Peters is another one possibly. He's done well lately as well. But I've, you can't look beyond Trent and, and James for it, to be honest. No, no, you certainly no. Um, Kyle Walker, he was actually the uh, I think he was the only English player to get in the uh, in the in the overall Euro squad, wasn't he? Uh, possibly, yeah. I mean, that guy's played everywhere in the back. I think he's even had a stint for Spurs in goal for like 10 minutes or so, didn't he? So he could, he, he, we might as well have him on there for short numbers, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. I mean, for me, and I'm going to be contentious here now, because um, because it's my turn to be. Best regards, Danish. You can't put him in. Oh damn! <laughs> <laughs> I throw my thoughts out the window totally. Right, I'm going to go Cody. I do think he That's deserves a, a shout, and I am, and I, I, only because I think he's doing well as well. I'm going to go Kyle Walker Peters. Um, so that oh, gives us four, five, that gives us nine. De- well, that gives us nine defenders, which was sort of midway between what we all said. We only have three centre backs. I've only got three centre backs. Oh, Connor Cody doesn't he? Isn't he a bit versatile? Come wrong. I think Vic. I think he's right. Vickers is um, Howard Peter. Sorry, I was thinking the guy who scored the centre back. I think he is a wing back, isn't he? Is he Walker Peters? Oh. He's, yeah, he's a he's a wing back. Is it? Which oh, is what okay. I said, mate. It, you might think it was through through love tinted spectacles, but it's a very daunting crap list of centre pack options. <laughs> yes. I'm still saying I agree with your points, Rich, but. Surely Maguire gets in there as first. He first does. Reserve. He does. The, he goes. He goes in. He goes in. Like you say, uh, purely because you know he's. Having a bad time for for uh, the club, and quite often we do see players that have bad times for the clubs actually come through, and you know it's almost like the less pressure on them when they are um, playing for England. But he needs he needs to. I think I think Gareth Southgate needs to have a word in his ear and actually sort of say, you know, yeah. cut out the well, you know the all this and what have yeah. you. You yeah. know, I mean, if you so, if you want to, I mean, sorry, did you add? Did you have you already added Carl Walker to less? No, I took him out um, because of the the others. I think are more top choices for that. But I, I brought Maguire in, so we've got um, Stones, White, Chilwell, James, James Justin, Trent Alexander, Arnold, Trippier, Cody, and Maguire. That's nine. We've got. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. That's so fine. one one of you went eight, one of you went ten. So I I, I split it down the middle. Okay, so defenders, uh, sorry, midfielders, and again, they haven't split this up at all. Um, 
Southgate's last squad went one, two, three, four, went for only went for six. I've only gone for six as well. You've gone for six oh, as well. But that's only because some of the forward players can be in the ten as well. Yeah. Okay. Right. I funny enough, I I've not gone off that basis and I I've technically got seven uh midfielders. Um I know some of these will be able to play in more attacking roles, but their predominant roles are in either a centre attacking midfielder, a centre mid or CDM. So I've put them all together. So I've got seven. Right. Well, as they would say on countdown, Rich, let's hear your six. Declan <laughs> uh, uh, Rice. Yeah. Yeah, I've Jude, got Rice. Jude Bellingham. I haven't got Bellingham. Uh, Connor Gallagher. I have got Connor Gallagher. Mason Mount. I've got Mason Mount. Jack Grealis. I haven't got Jack. Oh, Green. here we go. Jack here is, we go. It's not getting to quarter for me. Ah. And Smith Rowe. Oh, interesting. I have forgot about him. I need to. Now, funnily enough. Funny enough, because England... I lost the defender from Maxi Squad, I'm just going to slide. Funny enough, though, and Grealish in the England squad list was put down as a, in the forward bracket. So, yeah. you know. Um, my reason for Grealish is, is he was the, the mainstay at Villa. And I'm not saying he didn't do well at Villa, because he did. He did well at Villa, and then, you know, like like players of his calibre, he became that big fish in what was at that point a small-ish pond. The their owners are good, but the money they've made off it, they've invested very wisely, and he's now gone from being the, the big kahuna at Villa that was leading the charge to potentially of, I don't know people say, well, if they didn't have the Jack Grealish money, um, they wouldn't have probably got them, but He's gone from now potentially being partnered alongside Cortino in the middle to sitting on the bench twiddling his thumbs, playing here or there for Man City and collecting his trophies. I just don't think he's been that impressive since he's joined Man City. And mm. I've tried to pick a team based on their current form. So if you don't mind me reading out the rest of mine, Rich. Yeah, you, 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 read, you read those out. That, let me just, just Yeah, so... You read yours uh, out that haven't been mentioned so far. Right. So you didn't say Phil Foden. I've got him in my forward line. You've got him yeah. in your attacking line. Yeah. That, that's fine then. So I could probably do that and it's still the numbers still work out the same, but it's then six. Um I've gone James Madison. Because I'm sorry, mm -hmm. you can't argue. He's got the best stuff going. He's got the See, best you know stuff going. I was I was thinking of Harvey Barnes, but I completely forgot about Madders. Well, well, we'll get we'll touch on to to Mr. Mr. Barnes in, in a later round. Now, yeah. with Madison on there, I don't think you have to put all your eggs in one basket because if Madison's going to play, you're going to look at him and go, "If Trippier's not on the pitch, he's taking a free kick." And I don't like the fact that we always put heavy reliance on it. I know for obvious reasons we did that with Beckham, but you need someone else who can also do it from maybe the other side has a bit more of a different technique to him. And I've got, and again, you might have put him in your attacking sense here, Rich, but i got Jay, uh, James Ward-Prowse and I have taken Saka from Arsenal as well. So, yeah, I've put Saka in my forward line. Fair enough, so I can... In, put him in, in my there. special mentions are Ward-Prowse, Ollie Watkins, Jared Bowen, Barnes and Madison. 
Right. Well, Smith Rowe, I'm looking at the England squad. Like I said, it was announced for the for the, the Wales uh, for the um, friendlies last weekend, and both Smith Rowe and Foden were included in the forward section. Fair enough. You know well, what I'm going to do? If well, what I'm going to take us because Arsenal fans say he plays better left hand side of a front three. So right, so you're going to include Smith Rowe in the midfield, yeah? No, I'm going to take him out of my midfield. Oh. Take him out of your... And, right, you know, okay. I'll, stick, I'll stick in James Madison. Right, right okay. Um, that saves me because I was going to pick James Madison, so <laughs> you've done well there. I, I, I honestly forgot about him, and he was, he was brilliant yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I agree with you, Brad. Um, you do need... Trippier's good, obviously, with his free kicks, but what if he's injured? Yeah. You know, and uh, and Anthony, good afternoon. Thanks for joining us. How the devil are you? Uh, how many Leicester players are in this England squad? Two at the moment, if we put Madison in. I mean, I would have gone for a sort of 11. There we go. But, of course, they're not all English. That's the trouble. So, um, and Foden, right, so Foden is in the front section as well. Um, um, I said so, Mason Mount. Did you say him as well, Rich? Say again? Mount. Mason Mount. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. So, the ones that we've got so far that we agree on, uh, or you guys agree on, is um, Declan Rice, yeah, and I agree with that. It's gonna be Connor Gallagher, uh, yeah. I mean, he's gonna be such a player in the future, isn't he? Yeah, he does. Would you build? Oh, he's there, yeah, he's there. Um, Mason Mount. I forget who was on loan. Um, Mason Mount. I do like Mason Mount. I've got to be honest with you. And Madison. Um, and James Madison. Yeah. Madison, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we can um, stick him forward because I put him in my forward line, but so that's four defenders, uh, four midfielders. So we probably need two more. Um I'm gonna go with um I'm gonna go with Saka. Was that what you said, uh, Brad? Yeah, that's all I had in there. Yeah. Um I mean I would be in I would be well within saying because I completely forgot about him. I feel like I did him a disservice. I would be happy to to, to take out my suggestion of James James Ward Prowse and go with uh, Smith Rowe. Okay. Uh, in the midfield because you well, I think the Smith Rowe is going to be in the in in the forwards. Oh, is he? Is he? Yeah. Is that really yeah. Yeah. I've taken yeah. him out completely now. Oh, have oh. You? <laughs> all right. This could get interesting then. Yeah. Um, and I would have picked Smith Rowe over Jude Bellingham, in my opinion. Okay. Oh. All right. Well, then well, let's put Smith Rowe in. Um, let me just. But I would have James Ward Prowse on on standby. I'd say get get your ringtone set just in case because it would make it for me. Right. So one, two, three, four, five. So that's the six defenders. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you because the one thing <sighs> Ward Prowse, I'm 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 a bit um decide between Ward Prowse. What <laughs> what do you think of Calvin Phillips? I mean Leeds as a as obviously as a team aren't having the best of seasons. And I know he's, he's had his, you know, he's had his problems injury-wise. I, I don't think England will go forward anywhere if we're playing with two sixes. Mm. Uh, I mean, they did it for the opening game, didn't they? In the 
in the Euros and a, and a lot of fans weren't fans of it, funny enough. And and I don't think I think he resisted doing it then. Yeah. I mean, if you I mean, I can understand James Ward Prowse not getting a look in if we've got Madison because then you're saying, well, we've already got maybe one or two in there that are like for like do you need a third? But we Rice is probably out of that the list that we've got in is probably the most defensive minded one and we don't really seem to have a reserve for him that plays it naturally. So I would be against Phillips who's not done too much wrong since being at Leeds and in the Premier So yeah, I'd be I'd be fine for Phillips to be there as as part of a twenty three man squad. I don't know about you, Rich, but I'm just surprised there's no case for Jude Bellingham here. Well, I just don't know enough about that. him, I'll be honest with you. I, 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 I purely I know he got the raving reviews from across the seas and, and the English media do their English media and hype him up. But I thought it was a mistake that these certain players were picked just purely because they're English and they're doing well in other leagues. And I, I just purely didn't know enough about how he's doing at Dortmund. If you can make a case for him, mate, I'm happy to put slot him in this team. If you, yeah, But I just, I'm not that well <laughs> up on foreign leagues, I'll be honest with you. All right. Um, honestly, technically, IQ, he could do both sides of the game defensively and going forward. The guy's special. He's he's a really good player. And he's what 18, 19 now. He's he's really special. <coughs> oh. um, I mean, if it means dropping out a Leeds player, well, we've got so far in the mid in, in in this midfield, we've got Declan Rice, uh, Conor Gallagher, Mount, Madison, Saka, and Smith. So we've already got six defenders in there. Midfielders. Um, a midfielder, sorry. Do you want a seventh in there? And then that would have to be between Smithrow, Calvin Phillips and Bellingham. I mean, to be fair, we we, we took Foden out of that list to budge him up to our agreed yeah. forward player. So I'm happy with that if you are, Rich. If, if you... Yeah, I'm happy to, happy to get another midfielder in. Okay. So, um, is it, uh, so is it going to be Smithrow, Calvin Phillips or Jude Bellingham? <coughs> Excuse me. Um... Oh, I think you've got Smith Road there already. Have I got Smith? Oh, God. Have I got yeah. Smith Road? You meant um, Ward Prowse, Phillips, or Bellingham? Oh, yeah. I mean, sorry, Emil Smith Road. Yep. Yeah, sorry. I mean, I, I, out of them three, I know, uh, I, I must admit, the one thing I do know from some group chats about Bellingham is he's, he is a bit versatile across that midfield. Um, James Ward-Prowse, I kind of put in there as a backup mm. in case Madison got outvoted because of what he can do and what he brings for Southampton. Yeah, um, James Ward-Prowse is there for set pieces. Yeah, he is. And he is there. Cool. And when I put when I had Trippier into my list at the back, I also thought, well, we've got two people that are reliable for set pieces. What a third one. Are we flooding that area? So... I think Calvin Phillips comes with a bit more experience in the England squad than Bellingham for me. But mm. if we want to keep an eye on making sure we're always building for the future, is Bellingham the person we should select? I, I'm happy to, to let, 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 let's let have Hey Jude in there. Just so just so we can make that song about him. <laughs> that, you know what? This is going to sound absolutely silly. Um, <laughs> excuse me. Most of what I say is totally, absolutely silly. Um, Scott would go for Phillips. Um, 
He says, doesn't Mason Mount take free kicks? Jade Ward-Prowse, I do feel a bit sorry for, but I, I've got to take Madison over James Ward-Phillips. Um, He's drinking not, today, isn't he? James Ward-Prowse, not James Ward-Phillips. No, James, what did I say? You said James Ward-Phillips. I think you, you went know, to well, say... Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting them both in, you see. Getting them both in in <laughs> one person. I sh I'm trying to read and, and talk at the same time. I should never do that. Um for me, too many ponies in midfield think we need some workhorses like Declan Rice is a great example. Um, I think we've got we've got um, we've got Rice in, haven't we? Yeah, we've got Rice. We've got yes, Gallagher. we've got Rice in there. See that? No, this is what I'm going to say. That sounds a little bit silly, but you know, sometimes when these players play abroad, they actually bring something different to to the team. I mean, I know you can say, well, we've got a lot of you know. Um, you know, European and African and whatever Asian players in the league. But when you're actually playing week in, week out against a different style of opposition, as Bellingham does, I do think it does bring, I said, just that little bit of extra to ourselves, uh, to the club. So I'm actually going to go for Jude Bellingham on this one. Um, and then we can also, like you say, we can sing the song as well. Um is it on my list, though? This is the question. He was up. He's near the top. Was he? Off the midfield list. There we go. Yeah. Jude Bellingham. So, um, you're doing very well here. Sorry, Brad. This isn't personal, but <laughs> Rich is doing very well on these decisions here. Um, we both are. We both, we both yeah. agree with a lot of this. There you have, in fairness. Brad was more the defensive side. He yeah. shows me I, I'm, a, I'm a striker, actually, so... Uh, well, this is why this is also funny enough. This is why you listen to me about only having two keepers because, funny enough, I don't mention this a lot. But I am a, I am a former goalkeeper myself. Oh, okay. No, <laughs> no, you, you never said that. I know, right? I keep these things locked. Lock <laughs> yeah, you do, you do. Well, that leaves us with five up front. So, uh, Brad, do you want to read yours out first? Yeah, um, and then we can have a look at the squad and see whether we start moving anybody out or or anybody we're not really not happy with. Yeah, um, well, let, let's get the elephant out of the room. The one that me and Rich already knows in here is Foden because I put yeah. him in the field. Rich put me there, and we're both agreeing he's in. Yeah, uh, I have also gone for the other elephant in the room, and I, I'm talking about the way he draws, not the way he plays football. But Harry Kane, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Whether you like him or not, he is one of them. He's going to be in that team. He had. No, I totally 100% agree, yeah. Then then I started to struggle after I put Harvey Barnes in. Because, and the reason I say that is, sometimes for me, I've always thought you're better off taking a partner with him. And I don't mean his wife or his girlfriend. What I mean is the link up we see between Harvey Barnes and Madison, I think that's a trick that England have always been missing. And, and a lot of national teams that have been very successful is, yes, they'll have their rivals on there, but on certain sides, they'll have the teammates. They'll have someone they really know how to link up with. And I think if we if we had a, if we looked at it from a biased Leicester point, but if you had James Justin on the left back and you had Harvey Barnes as your left winger and you had Madison in the middle, you've got three players in particular areas of strength that would go there. Because I kind of went with the impression that England would play a 4-3-3 or something like that. So I went with Barnes, Rashford, Sterling, Foden and Kane. The Barnes, Rashford. Yeah. Sterling. Yeah. Foden and Kane. Right. Yeah. So, and yeah. the reason there's no Sancho in there before all hell breaks loose from other people in the comments is 
again, like Grealish, since he's gone to Manchester United, he ain't done a lot. I picked yeah. this team on his best of cut on four. And I wasn't not... impressed with him against us yesterday, to be honest with you. Mm. you know. yeah. So, so Rich, we've got um, Brad's choices of Foden, Kane, Barnes, Rashford and Sterling. Yeah, we're going to argue about a few of these. <clears throat> oh, good. Right. Foden and Kane are 100%. But yeah. then I have gone Sancho. Okay. Sterling. Okay. And Tammy Abraham. Now, I was Ooh. to and throw in between him and Ollie Watkins. Right. Yeah, because Anthony said about Ollie Watkins here, yes. Talk me to uh, Abraham's, Rich. You know what? Like, for Chelsea, he actually wasn't too bad. He wasn't too bad at all for Chelsea. And he's gone obviously to Roma, and he's he's doing really well. He's doing really, really well. So um, that's why I've stuck him in. I know Ollie Watkins, he's kind of had an off-seat, like up-and-down season with Villa this year. I think the arrival of Ings kind of messed him up. Mm. In a sense, because he was the starting centre forward, and then he's now been like ushered to the left and to the right and stuff. Uh, Sterling is the reason why Maguire, like that sort of experience yeah. of that talk there, there, that's why I've got him in. Um, and Sancho, he hasn't been all right, he didn't play well yesterday, but he started to find this form for um, for Man United. And Rashford is definitely not in form, so <laughs> yeah, to be honest with you, I. I was at a stretch myself to be putting Rashford in. I mean, Scott says there, Ivan Tony. I'll, I'll be right back. Sorry? I'll be right back. Yeah, no problem, mate. No problem. Um, yeah, Ivan Tony, we, we're taking a gamble with a couple here, but I think sometimes you can only take so many as a gamble. Um, yeah, I think we know. need to learn from our Euros. When we took the Sanchos and the Bellinghams and that, when they weren't ready, you yeah. knew realistically, whilst it was nice to see them on the team sheet or the 25 man squad or whatever it was, they weren't realistically ever going to get competitive ones because they barely kicked the ball at the international stage yeah. in, in, in the first team. Who and was it that Sven, Sven took to one World Cup? Um, yeah, World Cup. No. Wasn't it World Cup he took at age no, 16, he, 15, he was 16. an Arsenal player. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was a young Arsenal player. Yeah, it was World Cup. Walcott, sorry, sorry. <laughs> it's that northern accent you've picked up, you see. <laughs> I thought you were saying Walcott, and I'm like, well, no, no. <laughs> uh, Walcott. Walcott. Yeah, I, do, yeah. I do pronounce it Walcott as well sometimes, I will be honest yeah. with you. So. So, no, so Walcott, and then he never got even got a look in, you know. Yeah. And, and and obviously his career didn't develop as we all thought yeah. it would do. I mean, and, and again, so we, like other nations, I'd want us to take a 23 my squad that's actually, you actually look at and go, they actually might just play. Yes. Um, yeah. um, oh, there was Phillips in the in the strikers. Well, anyway. I, will, I, I will be honest with you. Out of the three names that I hadn't got written down that um, so, uh, that, that Rich had got, I have a confession. Before we signed Pats and Dakar, uh, I'd heard that Tammy Abraham was potentially available Yes. From Chelsea. And I must confess, I don't know if I said it on, on, on Leicester Saturday when it was brought up through transfer talks, um, but I was actually an advocate of us bring, potentially bringing him in. I thought, you know, mm. he would be complimented with Nacho and and, 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 and and Vardy. So that is a name, but Sancho's not done enough. 
metre season, again, it's hard to preempt a little bit because you could be on fire come, you know, come come November when it comes to yeah. taking the squad out there. But I, I, I was, again, I was a little bit stretched from my choices because after the usual getting, I, you know, Barnes, if, we, if we're putting Madison in for me, you need that partnership. I mean, if the partnership's been built throughout the team, you then obviously you'd look at it and go, before anyone says, oh, you've got Leicester Bias in there, well, I've got Chilwell linking up with Mount, who's, you know, who's going to be linking up with um, mm. someone else in the team that, that, that's there from... Well, from we've, agreed, we've agreed on Foden, um, Kane and Sterling. I think you've definitely, you know, whatever your thoughts on Kane and Sterling, they, they do it for England, you know, oh. you can't not have them in. Um, I agree, Rashford. No, not at the moment. Yeah, not I, I know. Yeah. Number maker up, so I'm yeah. fine with Rashford not going yeah. in right now. I, I, I don't think Rachel. Um, Sancho again, I don't think he's particularly been on form, so I'm going to be very controversial here. Um, because I'm going to pick uh, 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 another Leicester player, uh, only because I think, um and I don't know if he's going to be... Yeah, there he is, Harvey Barnes. Only because, and I hope you understand this, I just think sometimes, you know, when you're playing against a team, team that is stubbornly defending, you know, they're thinking like, right, we want to get a... You know, in, certainly in the group games, you know, we want to get a point here. We want to, some, they don't always like players that run at them. And there's a very thin line between a, a, a striker being greedy and then a striker having a go. And I remember that. I remember the Leicester... Uh, team that when we did the great escape, once we got for the forward, nobody was. It's like it was like everybody was scared to take a shot, and then oh. Cranrich came on and he was pinging them from all over the place. Yes, they weren't necessarily going in the net, but at least he was having a go. And I think with with Harvey Barnes, you know, some people call him guild, greedy, but they're the same people that last season were saying he needs to sort of you know score Jesus. a few goals. Yeah, <laughs> he, can't, he can't win, and I just think he could scare a few defenses if he gets running at them. And I'm also and another defense. We made this point about a few of us. Sorry, Chris. Another defense. I think I don't know if it is a good way he was breathing a sigh of relief or whatever. Kind of joke there at the fact that he doesn't pick outside the top six Southgate. But I think it was safe to say before Barnes got that injury at the end of the season, he was practically on that team sheet. Whether he was his 23rd yeah. choice or not, I think Southgate would have had Barnes on that, you know, ready for that Euros had he not yes. been injured and ruled out yeah. of it. And I'm on that last place, um, Watkins hasn't really set me sort of juices flowing, as they say. I'm going to go. I'm going to say, Rich is a really good pick here, Tammy Abraham. Yeah, I think you, you, you're quite right with that one. And again, you know, he's got that experience against. I mean, let's be honest with you, when you to Italy, they know how to defend, and you'd hope that he's learned that. Sort of, you know, if it is defensive team playing against, you know, like, like in Italy, I know they're not there, but you know what I mean. Then he might have that key. You know, I think it's important that you've got to have players in the same position offer you something different. Yeah, if that makes sense. And I think, I think Tammy Abraham does that. Just stick Abraham in there, uh, Rich. Yeah. Uh, but I am going to uh, do a little bit of nepotism and put Barnes in there as well. And why not? Right. <laughs> I, I, guess, so. I was going to challenge the Barnes one with just one player. Oh, yeah. Just to have a discussion. Quick, mute his mic. 
Jared Bowen. <laughs> Okay. Shout. Oh, sorry. Shout. Fire win. Oh, don't we don't actually need another attack, though. Because we've only got four in there. Oh, we've got five in there. With we've got five. Five. Yeah. Five. Yeah, now, this oh. is not me saying that I'm not happy with Harvey Barnes, because I've put him in my standby list anyway. But let's yeah. just have a discussion. No, I mean, oh. you, you could argue we haven't got enough... West Ham plays in there, you know, with the season, or well, not just this season, last season, they, they've well, probably done well yeah. enough to, to have some more plays in there. But, I mean, your thoughts on Bowen, Brad? Uh, I'm very much on the boat with Rich in the case of Bowen, has had a great season. Hmm. But again, making, reiterating back to the point I made about international, uh, more successful international sides, they don't tend to go off a blip of pace, uh, a pace that's not a bit a blip of form. They don't tend to take, um, you know, players like we did to yours, like a Sancho or a, a Bellingham or whatever, just because they're having a good grace period for six or seven months. That's not to say that they haven't continued that, you know, because Tammy Abraham has gone and re continued his career in Boston at, at Roma, so he's rightly in the discussions in on this show at least to get picked for the England squad. and for me, the thing is, Bowen. It, it, Bowen's one of them that we're talking about now. And it, when I was writing this list, he was he was on that precarious bench list next to Pope and Grealish in terms of will I put them in just to make up the numbers? I just think he's the first one that gets crossed off the list if he suddenly goes off the boil and doesn't start making the paper headlines for West Ham as much. And on that basis, it's the only reason I didn't put him in contention for me final one. Until you actually brought up Abraham Rich, I would have I would have heard you out about Bowen and gone, well, if we've only got four, put him in there to make up the numbers. But I just don't see how he goes there because we moan we moan at these players like Abraham, who could still be sat on Chelsea's bench twiddling his thumbs, and instead he's gone to Italy to make more of himself and try and prove his worth and we're going to ca- if, if we're going to cast Abraham aside we're going to do to the only thing I fear by maybe not taking rich choices we do to him in the end possibly I don't know what his family history is like but what happened to Antonio Michael Antonio was like a few players that Rich has named that we could lose to other joint dual nationalities we've now mm. lost him to the Jamaican side so Mate, do we take him to try and stop that happening, or do we literally look at it and go, he's not quite ready for that step up yet? I, I, I think that's a risk, and also that's very much down to the player as well. I mean, yeah. if he if he doesn't want to fight for his place in the England squad, yeah, it's, it's, it is it's a it's a catch twenty two because as, as a player, you're thinking, um, right. I'm not going to get in this England squad because there's X, 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 Y, Z above me that are more likely to get picked. So do I go and sort of play with Jamaica and probably not win much? Well, I've said that. You get the same with England, don't you? Yeah. Or, or do I, you know, or do I stop and fight for my place? It is a, it is a difficult one, you know. I mean, um, what, what, what club was it? What team was it that beat Paris, uh, sorry, France 1-0? Was that Ghana uh, in a World oh, cool. Cup? Uh, Senegal in 2002. Senegal, that, yeah. Yeah. And they said like most of those players could have played for France. Yeah. <laughs> but, but they want, and quite rightly, want to play on the international stage, whoever that is for. So 
you know, if we don't take him and he chooses to go and play somewhere else, good luck to him, first of all, good luck to him. But I don't think we should we should worry too much about that because we've got a bigger pot to pick from. Yeah. These other ones, you know. So, yeah, I know what you're saying. Um, I think I think we're putting Abraham in. I mean, I mean, Rich. Sorry, I'm going to call you Phil Foden. Then, Rich, why here? Uh, give, give me, give me your your, your thoughts on um, on what? Not Watkins. Sorry, um, Bowen. I think he's had a phenomenal season. Um, he's very direct. He's got lots of goals in him as well as assists. Um, so that's what would would pip him over Barnes. Just his output. Yeah. But as a dribbler, Harvey Barnes is much better as a dribbler. And so, so it's it's just solely the output side to it. And that's why I thought I'm not mad having Harvey Barnes there, you know, but it is a, it's a nice discussion to be had, you know. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. a good one to bring up. And I reckon if we were talking about this more closer to the time, we'd, we'd probably be fitting both of them oh. in, in, to be fair. Uh, I will give you that because I do rate Bowen. Yeah, let's let's be honest. If we were talking about this nearer the time, we'd probably have another different eleven out of the twenty-three in there, you know. Mm-hmm. And you could say four or five will probably be injured and what have you. So yeah, it, it, it is a difficult one. Um, uh, oh, Anthony, sorry, just a sidetrack. You endorse it tomorrow for your birthday. Happy birthday to you, sir. When, uh, What's it? What's it like being a pensioner? Welcome to the club. Uh, <laughs> watching Palace and Arsenal game tomorrow night. Where now? Whereabouts in Dorset? That's scary because that's a bit too close to me. I don't like having Arsenal fans that close to me. You know, we don't have Arsenal fans in Dorset. Whereabouts in Dorset are you going to? Please don't say Paul. Please don't say Paul. Please don't say Paul. Right, here we go. So, yeah, it, it would be a completely different team, you know, as a, if we looked at it in here. But looking at that squad, I mean, Ramsdale Pickford there uh, in goal. I, I agree with you both. Why do you need, you know, to, an extra goalkeeper when you can fly one out on an emergency? Um, Stones, White, Chilwell, James, Justin... Trent Arnold, Trippier, and Cody. I think that is a good selection of defenders there. And Maguire, sorry, and Maguire as well. Um, because he hasn't really let England down, has he? I mean, you know, he's, he's had a bad time at uh, at Man United, but I could say, you know, he, he could well come good. But yeah, let's, let's give him let's give him the benefit of the doubt. Rice, Gallagher, Mount, Madison, Saka, uh, Smithrow, and Bellingham. Uh, I think make an exciting midfield. Um, Phil Foden, Kane, uh, Sterling, Barnes, and Abraham up front. Again, I think uh, we know probably that Kane and Sterling are going to be the the, the main two. Uh, it'd be interesting to see if, if if Barnes is in there as well. But uh, I think that I don't think that's a bad uh, a bad squad. Uh, Rich, what were your thoughts on it? Brad, we've done a great job. Yeah, we have, mate. Yes. There you go, everybody. Just, just if you want to take us away from my usual day to day jobs, it's Rich and Brad England, and Chris could be the coach driver. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I do a better job at driving than Ralph is at the moment. Um, <laughs> replaced Ollie, and he's still crashing. Um, to when does the team need to be fit for for the World Cup? Surely it won't be till October. Probably not. No, probably not, Scott. It will be about then. Uh, so, like I say, this could this could well change. But yeah. Brad, do you think that I think we've got a decent squad there? Yeah, I think we have. 
Um, yeah. I, when you look I, at who's not in, and, and I'll ask you this because you, you dropped in Grealish is the one, I suppose, the big name that, that people might go, oh, where's Grealish? Yeah, I mean, it was understandable a bit at, at, at the time when he made the Euros. You know, he'd only just moved to Man City. What, oh, I, I was even officially a Man City player. I can't really remember them, but he, he was there and you understood why. But now he seems like he's made that transition and he's found himself not being such a big fish in quite a large pond at Man City. And, you know, you, you, you put this on it to build a team that's not based on where they play who they play for, but what they're doing. And he's just not mm. doing it. Uh, yeah. So I, I I was half expecting Rich to maybe throw fisticuffs around about Jack Grealish not getting inside, but it was quite pleasant. Me and Richard would make quite the duo as a manager and uh, squash <laughs> that to make. Well, uh, Rich, I mean, you look at Grealish, I mean, a billion pounds, and he's not even a regular starter. Um, and... But then you look at Mares. When Mares first went to, to Man City, he couldn't get in that squad. He was, you know, on the subs bench and what have you. But now he's a lot more regular. And I'm not saying he starts every game. There's very few players do for Man City. But has Grealish just got to give it time, do you think? Yeah, he'll come good. He'll come good there. Yeah. You know, I, I like any, when you look at most of the players, Bernardo Silva was on his way out at the start of the season. Mm. And he's had a phenomenal season. Um, yes. Sterling, who wasn't known to be prolific, ends up actually averaging fifteen to twenty goals a season. Yes. You know, so they, they all they all come good eventually. Yes, yeah. A question for you here, Rich. Uh, my question: We where will Gallagher be next season? As isn't he on loan at the minute from Chelsea? Yes, he is at, at Palace. If he does get yeah. back into the will, he, if he does go back, will he get into the Chelsea team next season? Yeah, so this is all dependent on what the government do with Chelsea because at the moment they can't um, buy or sell, can they? No, 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 they can't at the moment. So he would have to go back regardless now whether he'll play. I doubt it. I, I think he'd be very foolish given how he's blossomed at um, at Palace out on loan. Uh, to stay there because there was one player that they he probably feels like he was tricked by Chelsea into staying there was Callum Hudson-Odoi I remember when he was quite outspoken where he was like no 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 I believe in myself I'm either playing for Chelsea a lot more regularly than I have been or you sell me and they went oh no we don't want to lose you so we'll stop playing anymore and kind of kept him in the team after that restriction that Lampard had but then Suddenly went back, you go to him, and I feel like he's probably sat there feeling a bit like his values dropped a bit, and maybe he's not as wanted as he was. And I think if Colin Gallagher makes that same mistake, he doesn't get in, he doesn't go on the plane to England because he'll be sat, you know, seven or eight games into the season or whatever it will be, mm. given the structure of it next season, with zero games to him if he's at Chelsea. I would even chuck um, Loftus Cheek in that conversation as well. Perhaps. Possible, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, like you say, it will all be down to the, to the government. I mean, if I were if I was Conor Gallagher, I'd think very much like if it's going well for me here, like like you said, Brad. You know, I go back and will I just disappear again, or will they loan, loan me out? You know, and 
you know, maybe whether whether or not you know Palace and Chelsea can come to an agreement, you know, about maybe pay later or have you if things get sorted out, because uh, it obviously can't go on and on and on like that. But uh, yeah, I, th- I think, and, I, and you must you must be hoping you can keep him, Rich. Oh, absolutely, and Mark Gay is doing all he can to try and persuade him to to stay with us. Yes, you know we're yeah. building something amazing down at Sellers Park. I mean, yeah. well, I'm, I'm a little bit worried now. I'm not going to lie because Anthony says he's going to Weymouth, but he does go to Paul to visit friends. Let me know what date, Anthony. I'll make sure that I, I'm out. <laughs> you know, I just, I just, uh, just to finish, West Ham beat Everton two one, and uh, Tottenham five, Newcastle one. So, um, well, maybe the Newcastle Jolly's boys out and come crashing down, isn't it? Yes, yeah, and uh, and Newcastle maybe aren't as safe as we thought we were, guys. That's been great. I think we've got a great squad there, personally. Um, I think we've done well. I think we did well to get three Leicester players in there, Brad. <laughs> and, um, I really tried to get three Palace players in there, by it's natural, it's natural. Um, Rich, thank you so much for coming on. Um, well, we'll I'll, I'll speak to you, sort of, I'll message you on, on Twitter and we'll get something sorted out for when we play next week. Yeah, um, definitely. But thank, thanks so much for coming on. Just uh, you, yeah. Your links are in the description below on the YouTube. Just tell people where they can find you, though. Yeah, uh, YouTube channel is Eagle Ad Football. Uh, Twitter is at Eagle Eye. Eagle Ad Ball. I have got an Instagram, but I rarely use it. <laughs> the, the, odd, the odd post goes off at there. Because Twitter seems to be the, the space where it's easy to just get things out there. Yeah, yeah. Instagram's got better now because I, I, it was that bad before. I used to get Brad to do it for me. But now he can. Well, he hasn't got time now. He's got other interests now. But in fairness, you can do that from your PC now. Rich, all the best. Apart from next week, all the best for the rest of the season. Just one last question for Brad. Has yeah. well pays um penalty landed yet? See you later, guys. First, Rich is driving the bus. You want the job? I see you have to come to the club. Mate, Rich can drive the bus. You won't be picking up no Palace players. You won't be picking up no Palace players for this team anymore. Oh, dear. Hey, I'm not saying anything because I know... We, we don't, we never do well against Palace, so I'm not gonna yeah, say I'm gonna keep quiet against Palace over the last couple of years, so uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go off and, uh, and revise my uh Lionel Richie songs uh, between now and then, mate. Thank you so much. Like I say, we'll speak, uh, we'll speak again about next week. All the best, I say, apart from next weekend, all the best for the season, and thanks you for too. coming on. Thank you, yeah, see you later, Rich. Take care, bye bye. Brad, thank you as well, obviously, as always. Um, again, we've mentioned it. Links are in the uh, description below. Just give everybody um, a shout-out again where they can find you. So, yeah, they can find me on Twitter at Full Time Focus. It's pretty much where you'll find me waffling all the time on Twitter, posting up videos that I'm in or shows, promoting shows that are going on and whatnot. And keep an eye out for it because that's where I will be posting episodes. Uh, hoping. If I can get confirmation from everybody that's on it, the first episode of it will go up on Friday. Depends when I get around to recording it. But the first episode of A Matter of Opinion, which is my uh, YouTube channel, will be going up this week. Um, so just keep an eye out for that if that's something that interests you. And yeah, there are the two places you'll find me. Of any note of interest anyway. Brilliant, mate. 
thanks very much. Um, have a good rest of the weekend. Well, there's not much of it left. And uh, I will see you midweek for the... Well, I'll see you Tuesday for the prediction and Thursday for the post-match PSV. Yeah, looking forward to it, mate. It's really fun. Yes. Oh, I am as well. We're still in Europe. Come on, we can do this. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Thanks a lot, mate. All the best. Take care. See you later. Cheers. Bye-bye. Uh, thanks to Brad, always there for me. Appreciate that, and I think that's been—I think that's a really, really, really good team uh, or, or squad, I should say, that we've picked there between us. Uh, no Grealish, that is probably the um, most contentious point. But you know, it's—it's got to go. It's got to go on form, has it not? Anyway, we will see. Thanks everybody for watching. Um, as I say, Facebook, Twitter, and on YouTube, it's Leicester Slider ITV. And if you are on YouTube, please um, like the video, share it if you can, and subscribe. Um, that would mean so much and really help us out. And, of course, if you've been listening on your favourite podcast platform, whatever that may be, it's Lester Till I Die in podcast form. Thank you very much. Um, I really do appreciate it. So we're going to be back tomorrow at 7 o'clock with the opposition view when we'll be talking to a Manchester United fan and getting his um, his reactions to the 1-1 draw, and uh, whether he thought the second goal should have stood or not. And uh, after that, 9 o'clock, a general review with Louise again, um, looking back at the whole weekend games of which two have just finished thanks very much for watching thanks very much for joining in the chat thanks to scott for uh for for, for modding that and thanks to everybody who joined in take care and i will see you tomorrow at seven o'clock take care bye-bye thanks for watching lester till i die this is chris saying goodbye and see you next time follow us on facebook twitter and instagram It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping 
and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.